You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones, here with your midday news for Thursday, January 11th, 2024. With an additional 12-plus inches of snow forecasted to fall on top of the 6-plus inches the area has already seen, officials are reminding residents to take a few simple actions to ensure their and their neighbors' safety. Carroll Fire Chief Dan Honish says it is important to check furnace intakes and exhausts and their dryer vents to ensure they have not become blocked by snow and ice. Blocked passageways increase the risk of fires and carbon monoxide poisoning. Honish adds it is worth checking exterior natural gas regulators if your home has one while you're outside. If the pressure vent there is obstructed, it could lead to gas leaks, service disruptions, and fires. And that risk is obviously going to increase in the days ahead as uh, a lot of snow is going to likely fall combined with some high winds, which could lead to some substantial drifts up against the sides of houses. So be sure to check that semi-regularly over the next several days. Looking elsewhere, gasoline prices in the state continue to slide in this week's fuel report from the Iowa Department of Agriculture and AAA Iowa. As of Wednesday, January 10th, the average price for a gallon of regular unleaded gasoline was $2.72, a $0.02 drop from last week and down $0.39 from a year ago. The national average dropped $0.01 to $3.08 per gallon in retail diesel. Average Iowa prices dropped $0.05 to $3.60 compared to the $4.21 average per gallon a year ago and the current $3.95 national average. Wholesale ethanol held steady at $2.16, and heating fuels, propane prices, and home heating oil climbed $0.01 cent to $1.57 and $3.02 per gallon, respectively. Natural gas prices at the Henry Hub reporting site rose $0.35 cents to $3.02 per MMBTU. During Monday's meeting, the Carroll City Council gave final approval to adjust the speed zones on Grant Road near Fairview Elementary. The ordinance, which would move the start of the 25-mile-per-hour zone an additional 220 feet farther north, was first introduced during the council's December 18th meeting, and Police Chief Brad Burke says they have not heard any substantial opposition to the ordinance change since then. What this will do is it'll move the speed zone on Grant Road north to the south edge of the golf course. So at that location for southbound traffic, it'll change to 25. For northbound traffic at that point, would change to 35. This was at a request of the residents and a couple of the condos that live along Grant Road across the street from Fairview Elementary. So we believe that this should help with slowing some of the traffic down that location too. And since the reading back in December, I have not received any information either for or against this code. Due to the area in question being immediately adjacent to the school and residential neighborhood, safety is the driving factor behind the move. Previously, Burke noted traffic in that section was averaging close to 10.5 miles per hour over the limit every day. The council favored the move, but asked if drivers would have a probationary period to adjust. We'll put our speed sign up to the one that flashes and kind of let you know where you're at just to give people an idea. And then, yeah, we'll be writing, well, within reason. If someone's going 50 there, we're probably going <laughs> to no, uh, yeah. continue to write yeah. citations for those ones. Yeah, but if they're close to that 35 where it's currently at, then we'll, we'll be very generous for the time okay. being until that kind of gets a little bit normal. The council approved the ordinance's second reading, waived the third reading, and voted unanimously to adopt it, making the change effective immediately. However, the signs may take several weeks or longer to be moved due to wintry weather and frozen ground. 
Once the signs are positioned in their new locations, Burke says there will be a concerted enforcement effort to change driver habits in that area. And the Sac City Police Department reports two Californians have been arrested in connection to a recent string of burglaries in the community. Authorities say their investigation began on December 30th after officers responded to a burglary alarm at The Brew, located at 210 West Main Street in Sac City. Upon arrival, officers discovered the front door pried opened with numerous stolen items, including the Iowa Lottery scratch ticket kiosk, as well as vape pens. A joint investigation with the Fort Dodge Police Department found that Samantha Flippo and Robert Price, both of Sacramento, California, allegedly collaborated in a series of criminal activities. On December 24th, the pair committed third-degree burglary at Dale's Corner store in Fort Dodge, stealing the Iowa Lottery scratch ticket kiosk at that site. Authorities say they cashed winnings from stolen scratch tickets at various locations in Ida County, Sac County, and Webster County. Further thefts occurred until December 31st when the Fort Dodge Police Department apprehended them. A subsequent search warrant at the Quality Inn in Fort Dodge, where the pair was staying, uncovered lottery tickets tied to the brew in a bathroom air vent confirmed by the Iowa Lottery Investigation Unit. Filippo and Price have been charged with ongoing criminal conduct, a Class B felony, third-degree burglary, and five counts of lottery theft. Uh, the last two charges there, Class D felonies. The investigation is ongoing, and additional charges may follow. And we do need to step away here for just a moment. We'll be right back. There's more news on the way after this right here on KCIM. Next Gen Ag Supply, this is Heidi. Hey Heidi, we had a feed line break over the weekend. We need to get it fixed ASAP. No problem. Stop in and I'll get you the parts you need. Hey Heidi, harvest is approaching and I need an easy way to fuel up my equipment. We've got you covered. Let me show you what we have for Thunder Creek fuel trailers. At Next Gen Ag Supply in Templeton, we understand the hard work and maintenance it takes to keep your operation running smoothly. Stop in or give us a call at 669-3459 and let us know what we can do to help. 2024 is off and running, and so are the deals at Witchrock Motor Company in Carroll. If you missed the 10% off MSRP on a new Grand Cherokee last month, don't worry, you still have time. Right now, get 10% off the official vehicle of winter, the new Jeep Grand Cherokee. This great offer is available on both two and three row models and will save you thousands. See us today during the Start Something New sales event going on now at Witchrock Motor Company in Carroll, where you'll always find the lowest prices and first class service after the sale. Witchrock Motor Company, we stand above the rest. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Iowa Governor Kim Reynolds signed a proclamation of disaster emergency for the state to facilitate access to supplies of motor and heating fuels. The order, which went into effect yesterday, temporarily suspends the regulatory provisions related to service hours for crews and drivers delivering propane, diesel, natural gas, and other fuels used for residential, commercial, and agricultural purposes. The proclamation will remain in effect through February 9th unless terminated early or extended by additional orders. State officials note the move is necessary due to unusually high demand for fuel and long wait times at distribution terminals. A copy of the full declaration is included with this story on our website. And Governor Kim Reynolds also discussed more proposed reforms she would like to implement for Iowa education during her condition of the state address on Tuesday evening. Reynolds discussed the mandate that school districts must provide their special education funding to area education agencies, even if the district chooses not to utilize their services. 
Iowa students with disabilities are performing below the national average, ranking 30th or worse on 9 out of 12 national assessments, all while Iowa is spending $5,300 more per pupil on special education than the national average. Reynolds says AEAs have grown well beyond their core mission of helping students with disabilities, creating top-heavy organizations with high administrative expenses. Under my proposal, AEAs will focus solely on students with disabilities as they should. Independent oversight will move to the Department of Education. And most importantly, school districts will now control their special education funds, meaning they will no longer be mandated to send these funds to the AEAs. A vital education topic that has continued throughout the years is how reading is the foundation of learning and a key component of every child's success. Reynolds says children who can't read by third grade are four times more likely to drop out of high school, yet 35% of third graders in Iowa are not proficient in reading. Reynolds says in partnership with Lexia Learning, Iowa is now offering elementary school teachers a free training program on the science of reading. This program helped improve reading scores in other states, and I'm confident it will do the same here. Already, nearly 2,000 teachers and administrators have started training or are registered to start soon. Reynolds mentions that Iowa is the only state that does not require a competency uh, test and early literacy instruction for a teacher, teacher licensure, which she says needs to change. We're also going to require, as every other state does, that our teachers pass a nationally recognized test. And we're going to hold colleges and universities accountable by making the Foundation of Reading Assessment a requirement for education majors to graduate. So I hope every legislator in this room will join me in making literacy a top priority in every Iowa classroom. Reynolds addressed the last topic for education reforms that are proposed, discussing teacher pay. Reynolds says the success of our kids will always depend on great teachers. Tonight, I'm asking the legislature to invest $96 million in new money to increase starting pay by 50% to $50,000 and set a minimum salary of $62,000 for teachers with at least 12 years of experience. In addition, I'm allocating $10 million to a merit-based grant program that will reward teachers who have gone above and beyond to help their students succeed. These investments will put Iowa in the top five states for starting pay and help recruit more of the best and brightest to join the teaching profession. Reynolds is hoping to drive transformational change in Iowa education and to do what is right for Iowa children. Reynolds says that the world will see Iowa as a state that orients its educational system to students, parents, and teachers, making Iowa's future truly bright. And that is going to be wrapping up your look at KCIM's Midday News for Thursday, January 11th, 2024. For these stories and many more, be sure to check us out online by following us on Facebook and X, on the web at 1380kcim.com or through the Kale Broadcasting mobile app available on Google Play and the Apple App Store. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.